Welcome to the Heart and Home Podcast. We're your hosts, Shannon and Ashley, and we're here to connect with you on all things related to parenting and marriage and everything in between. We want to try and shed some light on how all the normal pieces of our lives can be impacted by mental health and just try and provide some solidarity and community. We're so glad you're here. Thanks for joining us. Hey guys, welcome back to our third episode of our second season. (laughs) We are going to be talking today about kids and activities and things that we can do as as we're gearing up for summer here in the next couple of months. I'm sure many parents can relate to trying to plan what what the summer vacation time is going to look like in terms of like keeping our kids busy. I can't wait. I love summer vacation. <laughs> so um, not even from like a vacation standpoint, because we're not, I wish we were, but we're not really travelers. Uh, but I just, I love the, um, I love not having to do homework with my kids. I, I love them just being able to go outside and run mm-hmm. around and be kids. And so um, I just enjoy the, the, um, like, I hate just getting up and shuffling my kids off to school and, yeah. and the whole rat race of that. And so I like summer, even though I, I do work. So they do have to go to daycare sometimes. But I just like the more flowy, yeah. open schedule. It's a little less structured. Mm-hmm. And I do. I appreciate that. So I also like that the days are just like longer. I feel yes. like with the sunlight and stuff, especially in our situation, because we want our kids to be able to play together and I'm like oh you can go play but only till dark and dark keeps getting a little later so that's nice I have total seasonal affective disorder Mm. where it's um I mean it's a total midwestern thing right like it it usually peaks kind of at the beginning of winter and then starts getting better in the spring summer when the days start getting longer but I hate being trapped inside and I hate driving home from work when it's like five o'clock and it's dark outside. Mm -hmm. I hate that. I know. And so, um, this is the time of year every year where I start to feel like I can breathe again and like my mental health is getting better. And so I just, I like to put my face in the sun and (laughs) let it melt away my worries. There is something to be said for that. That's why my husband likes to say that the house where our new house is a greenhouse, he says, because (laughs) we have so many windows. Uh Uh-huh. Because natural light is just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's, and it's, it's really good. And it's really helpful for photography as well. As <laughs> anyone who's a picture taker can tell you is a picture, a picture taker. taker. <laughs> Which we all know. We all are photographers nowadays with social yeah, media. For sure. But yeah, it always looks nicer with natural light. So yeah, we're going to talk about what we're doing this summer with the kids. And I know we're in the same school district, so Mm -hmm. whatever you're doing, I'm probably doing um, as it relates to like summer school. Mm -hmm. I've always had like a um, kind of a love-hate relationship with summer school, right? Because like you you do want to have a little structure because I certainly don't want, you know, just there to be just all days where you're like trying to keep your kids busy Mm -hmm. and also you don't want them to be on like, you know, on electronics all day long. Yeah. So I do like that. But again, you're kind of putting yourself back to structured times waking up at certain times and things like that so we we haven't done summer school and i think the last i know the last two summers we didn't two summers ago they didn't have it because of the covid19 pandemic and then last summer they did have it but 
I thought they weren't going to, and then I like missed the sign up. And then when I found out it was happening and I went to sign up for it, there was no good classes left. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to shuffle my kids back and forth to summer school to take a class about animals. Yeah. You know, it like didn't seem worth it. Um, but I think I will sign them up this year. I do think it's good to, um, keep them engaged. I have a friend who's a teacher and, um, what did what does she call it? The summer slide or something mm. where kids leave school and then re-enter again in the fall and they've kind of slid back a yeah. little bit in their academics just because they haven't had a lot of structure or academics in the summer. And I think it it's important to have that time to right. not be like hitting it hard with school. Um, I think that little brains need that break. But at the same time, I do think that some level of um, like keeping yourself current yeah. <laughs> is is good. So I think I will put my, my kids will be fourth grade and first grade next year. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll do something. So the last school district we were in, I just remember when my older kids were younger and we would depend on summer school for our childcare because in the summer, you know, we both worked full time. Mm -hmm. And the sign up was insane. Really? Like, I don't, I, I'm really hoping that the sign up here is not like it was there because you had to be at your computer as soon as that clock turned to whatever time it was, like, you know, say three o'clock or whatever. Literally, with, by 3.01, half the classes were full. Like the good ones were full. And so, and I would have to like refresh the screen, refresh the screen. Oh my gosh. And it was intense. And I would like literally like sweat. That sounds stressful. I'm like having anxiety listening to you talk about it. Thinking about when I used to be an undergrad and do the same mm -hmm. thing. Like, okay, at noon on the 24th, I can register yes. for fall. And like just refreshing the page, waiting yeah. for it to open. And then when you realize, you know, by 304 that like literally all the fun classes are filled. And you're like, okay, honey, you're taking math and reading and yeah. history. Yeah. Like all the, yeah. all the ones that I know that um, we're going to do a little math this summer. I don't know about you, but I think COVID and the whole like homeschool, um, even like just having the hybrid year last year and, and all that. And I'm sure for us too, just transitioning to a new curriculum mm -hmm. for us, it's important to kind of get caught back up. We've been feeling a little bit of, when you talk about the slide, we feel mm -hmm. a little bit of that happening, especially with math. Mm -hmm. My daughter and so do I, I can totally relate to her on this, struggles a lot with math. And um, I always have, and I can remember just feeling a lot of anxiety as a kid. Like, like for example, did um, your daughter's class, did they do the forward testing for like the whole yes. school? Yep. Yeah. So we just did that. And she was so nervous yeah. for it. And I kept telling her like, you know, it's fun. It's just a test. It doesn't matter. It's not, this is just like to look at your class as a whole and kind of decide what you guys need to work on. Like you don't need to be nervous. Right. And she was so just unconvinced that she was going to be able to like sit down and do this test. And then when she came home yesterday, actually shout out to her teacher because her, her teacher had like went around and written, um, post-it notes to everybody on their desk like Aww. you got this you're prepared you're ready that's me and um my daughter came home and was like I really loved that no I felt like I could do the <sighs> test 
And then she said, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. And I'm like, oh, see? see? so small like that. Something so small. A mm-hmm. huge difference. Okay, all you teachers out there, because yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of teachers listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I mean, that's a great idea. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was that just a, a very simple, sweet thing that she was very touched by. Um, and especially for a child that really does suffer from testing anxiety, yeah. I think it grounded her and reminded her that she had prepared for that. And it wasn't a big deal. And it was, it's not like this test was going to tell her whether she was getting into college or not, you know, so it was good. But I think that, um, that is one of the reasons why summer school is a good thing for her because even just like the practice of going to school and, and using your academics, um, and, and just, you know, the habit the habit of Mm -hmm. it yes Mm -hmm. instead of going back in the fall and not having picked up you know a pencil in three months when you already started out with like testing anxiety like that so I think it'll be good and I you know summer school is not that long it's like a couple weeks right and it's not a full day either no I mean I think like at least um our old program it was only like till one o'clock or something Mm -hmm. so it wasn't that bad. So yeah, we're going to do some summer school and I believe our sign up is like in a couple weeks for that. Um, but I'd like to incorporate some fun classes too for her. I also want to make a point to set days aside for her and I, because mm-hmm. like, I feel like, I don't know if this happens to you, but I always feel like, cause I get so engrossed in my work of myself, like I'll be working on my stuff. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like August and I'm like, Oh my gosh, we have like literally done nothing together fun and mm-hmm. I always think about like when they go back in the fall you know that first week or whatever yeah. they, the teachers are always like so tell us what you did this summer that was mm-hmm. super fun and then I'm always like oh I like fear that she'll be the one that's like we did nothing <laughs> you know we my mom worked every day oh, so but that's not true no you know, that's I, not true. I but I think that's my intention this time is I want to be better mm-hmm. about like setting days aside, like maybe even right now, like I'll look at the calendar and be like, okay, this day, this day in June and in July and in August, like I want to pick days mm-hmm. that, you know, like maybe this will be a zoo day. They, maybe this will be, you know, whatever. So I think I'm going to definitely try to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if you, if you live in Wisconsin, like in the Dane County area, there's um, a blog that I follow, Madison Mom's blog. Yes, me too. And every season, I think it might be actually every month, but I know for sure every season they put out this list of activities that are available kind of in the area. Because one thing I think about too, at the beginning of summer, like, okay, I want to do this and this and this and this, but there's so many activities that aren't free. And if you think about, you know, I have three kids that I got to truck along everything. And you know, it's a lot of them are like two and under are free. Well, my little guy turns three. So Mm -hmm. I'm losing that free caboose. And, um, I really like to look for free activities because sometimes the free ones are the most fun. There's a lot of great beaches around here or, or buying things that will allow you to access things more than once, like a state park sticker, for example. My kids love to hike and they love, have you guys ever been to Governor Dodge in Dodgeville? Yes. Yeah. So that's a great, there's Mm -hmm. lots of good hiking trails there. They have a beautiful beach there. Um, So we like to buy a park sticker and go there all the time. 
So, you know, things like, you know, we were just talking about the Shed Aquarium. Yeah. The Shed is awesome. It's really cool to go to, but you, it is so expensive it to is. get in and you get in one time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but utilizing things like um, a season pass to, you yeah. know, like the Children's Museum or something mm -hmm. and um, planning activities like that. Even with things um, like when I was younger, we I loved to go to the county fairs. Mm. and um because we always had am animals there yep. so we got in for free but now i take my kids to the county fairs and then you know they like want to ride on the rides and it's so expensive like yeah. you know it's like oh this ride is five tickets or something <laughs> and every ticket is three dollars yeah, and you have three kids it's like okay you guys can all pick two rides so we'll be here for 12 minutes and yeah. then we're done <laughs> we'll buy one hot dog and yeah exactly <laughs> like it's so expensive it is, it is. and so just like planning you know it's okay to choose those things and plan for them but knowing that there is just like all these really amazing free activities that that are just available to you. Yeah, definitely use your resources like online. I think you're right. Like the farmer's market. I mean, I know it's not um, for kids, maybe not as exciting as it is for us, but I think we do enjoy going there. My and, kids like, love the farmer's market. Yeah, I mean, you can mm -hmm. walk around and like, you know, especially if it's a nice weather day and I don't know, just stuff like that. I mean, it doesn't cost anything to walk around there. I mean, mm -hmm. yes, if you buy things, but yeah. um, trying to take advantage of, you know, we live in a very beautiful, you know, Madison, Wisconsin is just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot to offer, but wherever you are, you know, I'm sure that you have things around you, whether it's hiking trails or, you know, I love our, we like to go to the park a mm -hmm. lot too. Like yeah. she loves going to the park. Um, and so, you know, whatever it is that uh, you don't have to spend, you know, all of your life savings to do. I also think there'll, there'll be a time where my kids won't want to hang out with me <laughs> in the True. summer, you know, like yeah. there will be a point where they want to, get their driver's license and go places with just their friends. And so um, I want to take advantage of the time that I have with them when they're young and they still think I'm cool. I know. Same. I don't know how much time I have You left. have more time than me. You have a th almost, is he three? He's going to be three in May. Yeah. So you have more, I have a nine, almost, almost 10 year old. She's like double digits. So mm -hmm. I'm like, <sighs> time's ticking, you know, time's <laughs> ticking. But yeah, I think, um, definitely planning ahead and just having some fun stuff planned. It'll be, it'll be good. Mm -hmm. We'll do swimming lessons. Yes. I'm a big advocate for that. I yes. think, um, if you're anyone who likes, like, I love to boat, even though we sold our boat. <laughs> I'm so sad. Um, <laughs> I love boating and I love water and I, well, you know, I like, we're going to put a pool in. Um, I'm laughing about that because of our last episode. <laughs> Yes, you can come over anytime. Let me just say that I did not use the example of a pool because because they were getting a pool. It was just like the concept of keeping up with the Joneses in the pool. They, you guys have always been so gracious with like Mikasa Sukasa, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I feel like we're all like that. Too. Yep. Yeah. But um but yeah, so I think swimming lessons is on our list. Yeah. And you know, swimming lessons is I think swimming lessons is twofold because one, my kids love the water. They love swimming. Mm -hmm. So they think it's fun, but also like swimming lessons is so important in yeah. this like big safety thing. I think we're also going to do um, riding lessons this yeah. summer. My kids get to choose one thing um, where they get to do 
over the summer, like for a weekly basis that costs money. So she, she wants to do writing lessons. And then my um, son, my middle kiddo um, wants to do karate again. Well, he keeps saying he wants to do Lego camp. And I'm like, what? I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> Lego camp. <laughs> I mean, it that? sounds kind of interesting. It sounds <laughs> cool. And you know what? They have everything. So I'm probably. sure there probably is a Lego camp. It might be in LA or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not flying you <laughs> to Los Angeles to put together Legos. Um, Young engineers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think like camps, I'm definitely thinking about camps, but I don't know, like, where are you at with overnight camps? Like, what do you feel like for... I know in our situation, overnight camps are just not even on the table because we have a little separation anxiety. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that too? So I used to work at a summer camp. I worked there for a couple years. I worked um, like in the horse area and then was also a counselor when they needed it. And um, that particular camp started, I think it was summer after third grade was the first age group that can go. And, you know, I do think that that's kind of a tender age group where you just, you have to, there are some kids that are ready to do it at that age. And there are some kids that are not going to be ready for a while. Right. Um, I do think my daughter would be okay if we sent her, like, I think if she went with a friend to something like that, I think that she would do okay. I don't think she would be ready if I sent her not knowing anybody, um, But I think that if you're interested in camps, but you think an overnight camp is like just not going to bring your child joy yet, um, there's a lot of great day camps, you know, like um, I was actually just looking into them the other day, this like horse day camp that um, I think would be really cool. And it's within drivable distance, so Mm -hmm. it would be easy to shuffle her to and forth. Um, but yeah, I think that there's some kids that really are ready and, and mature enough and have, you know, a, um, what do they call that secure <laughs> attachment yes. to go to an overnight camp for a couple of days and do great. But I think probably majority of post third graders are not there yet. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think with us having just like moved into a new community and like all of that, um, we're getting better. We're getting a lot further away from the separation anxiety stuff, but we're still kind of, we're still kind of dealing with it. So um, probably the first summer of after moving, we're probably not going to do an overnight camp just yet. But yeah, I mean, I, I've been looking into some day camps, and mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot of options there. But I just remember, like as a kid, camp was one of my most fond memories. Mm-hmm. Like overnight camp, you yep. know, going to, and I do remember being nervous leaving. Mm-hmm. I remember waving at my mom and yep. being like, I don't know if I want to go, but mm-hmm. then. I'll always have such great memories from that. So I like, I want that for her. Yeah. And so I'm hoping we get, we can get there. Right. I mean, in the camp that I worked at, I went and worked at it because I had gone there as a child and loved it so much yeah. and just wanted to be a part of that with other kids. Mm-hmm. And I loved working there too. Um, and maybe someday I'll go back and volunteer or my daughter will go attend that camp. That would be super cool. But, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of great, great summer options if an overnight thing is not not uh, feasible at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, well, just so you know, my daughter is wanting to be a mama's helper. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So if you are looking for that this summer, I think that she's at a really good age for that, where she can like, she's not quite ready to babysit. She says she wants to take, oh, she wants to do babysitting camp, which I'm like, oh. again, kind of like Lego camp. I'm yeah. Like, Does that, is, is that, that a thing? thing? Like, it might be. make that up. I don't... <laughs> do people like just volunteer their little children to go to be babysat? I don't know. I haven't really looked that far into it, but I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and so I'm like, but I, I think she could definitely be a, like a mother's helper. I think that's actually a good point, you know, with, um, you know, we haven't really talked about like, you know, when when are like summer jobs a thing, but yeah. for, for a kiddo, so, yeah, <laughs> I think that might be illegal. <laughs> um, for somebody that really, like your daughter, oh my gosh, she comes over and my youngest just is enamored with her and she is enamored with him. She you said know? he woke up the other night and was calling her. At four in the morning, <laughs> at four in the morning, he starts screaming <laughs> and I go and he's like, I want her to come over. Aww. I'm like, dude, she is sleeping. Well, you made her day. And <laughs> you told her that because she loves him and she just yeah. loves, she's really good with little kids you know because she doesn't have like a younger sibling so I think mm-hmm. it makes her feel like she gets to enjoy that a little bit and when she's over at my house it is very helpful to me because he is very clingy and needy and um I love him dearly but he's not the easiest kid to like fold laundry you know while he's yeah. awake and so when she entertains him that is actually nice for me and so that's a great point if you have a kid that's not quite old enough to babysit maybe asking if they can dabble in being a is that what they call it mother's helper i mean that's what we're calling it okay i can start creating business cards and like yeah it just sounds very like um a little house on the prairie (laughs) like laura ingles you know i feel like it's like i feel like for her it's actually a win-win for all of us right Mm -hmm. like for me, it's occupying her, so yep. she's got something to do. For you, she's helping you, like take you know, take the kids off your hands a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's kind of like that perfect age group. But yeah, I don't know, mother's helper, little assistant. I don't know. What call it. <laughs> I don't know. They all just don't sound right. <laughs> I know my daughter. Um, you know, she's very helpful with my youngest, but I I think sometimes you know, like she'll have friends come over and. He, he is funny. He's very endearing, my youngest. And he just gets, like, people want to play with him. I and know. she's like, why does everybody want to play with him? Like, because let's play with me, you yeah. know? So the jealousy the, factor. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's a future episode. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll save that for next time. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, these are some of the things we're going to do for summer and for, you know, I don't know. I, I read one thing I'd like to leave this episode with is um, I read somewhere that as long as you spend 10 to 15 minutes per day, like on in their uninterrupted time with your children per day, it's actually more valuable to them than any structured activity. Um, I like to think of it that way because sometimes, again, back to like the whole mom guilt thing, mm-hmm. it can be easy to feel like, you know, oh, my gosh, I just I can't take a whole day to spend time with, you know, with my kids because I have other responsibilities and we do, right? Like we have household responsibilities, we have our jobs. And so, um, but 10 to 15 minutes, I mean, that's like nothing. It is nothing. But uninterrupted. Yeah. Like you're not on your phone. You're not, now I'm not saying like 10 to 15 minutes and then you should never see your child again that day. That's (laughs) not what I'm saying, obviously. Right. But like, um, I just think that, you know, there's a lot of things you can do in at least that time. Yeah. To be, engaged with your child and also 
I have noticed that sometimes even when I'm talking to my kids, I'm like doing something, you know, like not necessarily on my phone. Sometimes on my phone, but like cooking dinner. And um, I have tried to make it a habit to stop that activity of whatever I'm doing and make eye contact with them. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when I'm not, my daughter, even when I'm talking to her, will say, mom, you're not listening. And I realize that I really need to stop and give her my undivided attention and make eye contact and make her feel listened and heard and with all my kids, not just, not just her, but, um, yeah, just stopping what you're doing and taking, even if it's a little bit of time every day and just getting to know your kid. And I think doing it individually is really important. You know, having had, you know, Oh yeah, that's true. I'm going to need three 15 minute blocks. (laughs) Start blocking. I just feel like, you know, having kids for my, from in our situation, all, all different ages, you know, spending time with a nine-year-old and then spending time with like a 14 or 15-year-old or mm-hmm. an 18-year-old, those times are going to be very different. There's going to be spent very differently, yeah. you know? And um, I mean, I can do it even now, even though my kids don't live at home with me. In fact, this morning, my daughter and I had virtual coffee. Oh. We did like a FaceTime and we sit down coffee and talked about our, our daily goals. And, you know, I think finding time like that with our kids individually is is really important. I agree. And I could do better. We all could. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we got. Excellent. <laughs> that's a wrap. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today we'd love it if you'd follow us on our podcast so you can be a part of our episode each monday and go ahead and find us on instagram as well we will be back next week with a new show and we hope that you'll join us have a great week